Hey, welcome back to the Tunes Podcast. My name's Harold. Uh, as always, you could follow us on social media, uh, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. That's Tunes Podcast, T-U-N-E-S slash T-O-O-N-S. Uh, that's Tunes Podcast, OKC on Twitter. Uh, you can find us on Spotify as well. Be checking out all of our awesome guests' uh, lists of their playlists of the songs that we talked about during the episodes and everything. So, yeah, we're on episode five. We've got Avery Wilson in the studio. What hey, up? Hey, what's up? <laughs> so Avery actually works at a nominee design studio. Uh, he works with a friend of mine named Callie. Uh, yeah, how would you get kind of get hooked up with those guys? Um, I got hooked up with nominee through uh, my friend Desiree. She goes by Des Got Stees. Uh, a lot of people know her. She's in the music industry. Um, and so she took me to one of their night school ends and so checked it out. It was definitely a great vibe. Uh, def- I had just moved back from Florida, so it was like one of the first agencies that I've been to that was like really chill and found out they were the new agencies. So I was like, let's try it out. Tight. So you went to one of the night schools that they do? Yeah. Cool. And that's my friend Callie, I was mentioning. I think she yeah. like kind of heads that up. Yeah. She like runs the whole, dude. That's she, kind of a, that's a cool, yeah. yeah. That's a cool like uh, series. Can you talk about like kind of if someone hasn't heard about night school, like um, what it is? Yeah. What night school does is we pretty much partner with you know people in the community doing really cool things um you know dope shit as we like to say and we get them to come out kind of talk briefly about what it is they do and educate the community you know just to either inspire or get other people who may be either trying to do that or doing it and kind of letting them show their process and their thoughts yeah yeah that's really tight uh one of the someone else was actually on the podcast james nim did a did a night school oh, yeah, and he did art, art art show curation i think it was okay and so because him and his buddy they do uh the art shows at the speakeasy oh tight and so yeah he did like the cowboy bebop one and all those and so okay all right he uh sure. he got to go do one of those because i think Callie met him at like the same thing that i was at it's, it's crazy because like if you're like in the design or like advertising game because like i work you know, I work in advertising too. Oh, like, tight. We all kind of like know each other. Yeah, dude, <laughs> so. it's like degrees of separation. You're like exactly. one or two degrees from knowing somebody else, and that's how crazy. Like it's Oklahoma's big small. Like that is that's true. What it is? Yeah. So talking about uh, Callie, it was funny because she was one of the people I reached I reached out to when I was first starting this podcast, and I knew she'd been to Korea. And so I kind of made the assumption that she liked anime. I was like, surely she likes anime. She went to Korea, this, that. Yeah, I didn't know that. So yeah, that's pretty tight. I'll have to oh, ask yeah. her about she's, that. That's she, tight. There you go. She's an enigma. She doesn't want you to know. <laughs> 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 no, nah, but uh, yeah, so she went and she was in uh, Korea for a long time, like a, a study abroad type thing. Oh, that's tight. And uh, she was like, no, like I actually don't. <laughs> But she introduced, you kind of put us in touch. And so yeah, was kind of yeah. Cool. But it was just funny to kind of assume, like, you know, well, you've been over <laughs> maybe, there. Yeah, so I maybe think you're you like in anime, right? But it's funny because in, um, you know, just talking to you, I realized we like a lot of the same stuff. And I I kind of make fun of myself a little bit, like, because I don't know as much as, like, other people. Like, I have, I've had a couple of people on that just, like, know their shit to the T. And I'm like, I haven't even seen an episode of that. And you, like, know <laughs> all this stuff about it. Like, it makes you feel like you don't, you're not really on game to, like, everything that's, like, popular oh, like, that you thought. Yeah. And so, but one of the ones you mentioned was Gundam Wing. And that is one of my all-time favorite series, not only because of the art, but because, like, when you watch it as a kid, you don't realize, like, how political like the actual tone of the show oh, is. Oh dude, it it like messes your stuff up if you like go back to watch it now and you're just like, "Whoa, like this is crazy." Yeah. It's it's, it's yeah, cuz like when you watch it at first, like when you're growing up, you're like, "Oh, these are like cool robots like shooting each robot other." Robot fights, yeah. But like the entire like story behind it is just like 
you know, hero, like, trying to, like, take down the Oscorp and everything. Yeah, like, like, straight, he's trying to destroy the government, and you're just like, wait a minute. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, whoa. Yeah, at first you're like, oh, this is, like, a cool show, but then you're like, oh, damn. Like, like damn, it gets real, like, dude. Low-key, like, it gets anarchist like, <laughs> Yeah. This is nuts. Yeah. Uh, was there something in particular that kind of drew you into that show or was it just kind of like just the style of the stylisticness of it or like, man, I think it was like one of those things that I just caught on to like as a kid, what, like my, my family would let me stay up super late. So it's like, you know, if, if you're up late and you watch Cartoon Network until it hits, you know, a certain time you get adult swim and yep. then tsunami right before it. So it was like, I caught that wave as a kid. And so I was just watching that. And like, that was one thing that kind of came on and I loved the fight scenes. But, like, I also love the fact that people died because it wasn't normal cartoons. Like, people had to go. Like, you know, I, <laughs> I understood that concept of, like, yo, if there's guns fighting off, like, somebody's got to die after that. People actually died in this one. So that was the first thing that caught it. It was like, yo, this is, like, crazy. This is real. It's like the the higher stakes. Like, man, people are actually. Yeah, like, people are actually falling off the cast list yeah. if they get clapped. So that was the whole thing. <laughs> <laughs> get caught slipping, you're done. And yeah, done you're done. And it was like, <laughs> that's what did it for me. And then, you know, as you get older, you start to learn the storyline, like how it all started. And yeah. then I found out there was, like, previous versions of Gundam Wing that came out way before mm, like and I started yeah and it was just like that's crazy so I like the whole storyline of it you know the whole building up because in some of it's like pre-story some of yeah. it's after after Mobile yeah and it kind of jumps around so and so yeah I liked I liked how stylistic it was and like the design of like all the robots and everything yeah man I just can't imagine animating that like oh, dude, back in I, the day I, you probably had a hell of a lot of hand cramps like straight up like <laughs> I tried drawing for an hour, and I'm like, dude, my hands. All wrecked. those guys have like carpal tunnel now. Yeah, <laughs> bet, <laughs> bet. My uh, man, my favorite, I think, was probably uh, Heavy Arms. Heavy Arms. I loved Heavy Arms. I think I've heard of. I might, I might have to check that out. It was in, it was in uh, Mobile Suit Gundam. Um, okay. Oh, oh, the the Gundam. Uh, yeah, I like yeah, Death Scythe. Yeah. I like Death Scythe. Oh, yes. yeah, yeah, yeah. That one's tight. Yeah, that one is cool, man. I'm they, sorry. Uh, I always thought that just like his design and everything, like all the guns and everything, like I was like, oh, that shit's tight. Popped open with the chest of the Gatling yeah. guns. Yeah, yeah. That was, yeah, that, that was the original pop of the yeah. trunk. Like, <laughs> <laughs> pull up. What's the problem? <laughs> no, yeah. everybody likes uh, everybody likes Zero, you know, just because yeah. the whole character. like original design, like when he flips and like turns into a, a spaceship or whatever. Yeah. Like, like the jet looking, that shit is tight. Yeah, another one actually is G Gundam or Burning Gundam. That yeah, shit is tight. Burning. Yeah, that one's tight. But yeah, that's pretty cool, man. Like I haven't, it's interesting. I As much as I like that show, like I think back and I don't think I've actually talked about that one yet with any of the guests. And so I'm like, how did that one not come up yet? Because yeah. it's like one of my personal favorites, but we haven't even like, I haven't talked about it yet with anyone. And that's kind of like one of those things. Like everybody either has like that one personal or like they have a couple and it's like, if you look at them in like personality types, like you can kind of tell what kind of person likes what kind of animes. Like most people that like big mechs are also into like war scenes and like fighting movies and fighting games. People that are into like the more fantasy stuff, they're in RPGs. So it's like you can kind of like gauge a little bit of people's personalities or like things that make them special to them, which is Yeah, like, that's that's interesting to think about because we've talked about um before with several of the guests just like um this shaping what we like as adults. And so to the the point you're saying like it's it's down to like what people are liking now like the kind of movies yeah. or what they're into yeah just I mean, like in their personal life and you gotta realize like the stories behind most animes are like super deep they're thought out you know what i mean so like they kind of also try to show you values that are different than yours or like 
teach you something. Like, yeah, it's like what, Naruto? Like, you know, that has a lot of values about, like, team, family, like, self-love and, like, respect and respect for others. And it's like, if you watch those, you kind of either learn those values or kind of learn how to, like, tweak them in your own way. Yeah. So it's like all of those kind of contribute to who you are as a person and change how you think about things. Man, that's deep. We're getting deep. <laughs> We're getting deep, y'all. <laughs> No, but Tim that was just on, uh, Tim that was just on the podcast, he, uh, his favorite show is Naruto, and he was talking about that they uh, <clears throat> supposedly are making like a live action movie. Oh, no. What do you think of that? They're going to fuck it up. They're going to ruin it. It's going to get ruined, and I'm <laughs> sad already. Well, it's just like we talked about there being so much source material that it's like there's so much room for them to mess it up. Oh, the, here's the thing about every time they try to do it live action, they ruin it. Like, there's no... I don't think I've ever seen a good one. I said the exact same thing. I was like, there's not, I don't think there's one adaptation that I thought held up. Dragon Ball Z, fucked. And oh, after man. that, I was Evolution. like, I was so mad. I was just like, I'm never doing this again. And I, I think I watched it twice because the first time I was way too drunk. And I was like, I hate this. You're like, let's give it another chance. Yeah, and I was like, maybe, maybe I was too drunk. Nah, it, it was terrible. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's just, it's just wild to think about the ones that they uh, have adapted. And the other one that uh, Tim was talking about that we ended up shitting on the whole time was uh, Avatar. And so it's just like, man, I don't think that they've... They're never going... It's never going to happen. (laughs) That's the sad part. Like, it's... We all want it to, but it won't. It won't. Man, that's true. Uh, I want to touch on another one that you mentioned, too, is uh, one of my personal favorites as well. Uh, It was Yu Yu Hakusho. Yes. And I was actually just talking to someone about that because I was... I've been rewatching it because I. Uh, so what season are you on? Yeah, right now? well, I just like very beginning. Okay, because so I just I, finished season one. Really? <laughs> yeah, rewatching it. Are you watching the dub? I'm watching subs right now on Hulu. Yeah, I'm watching subs. I have like the whole season. Yeah. In a in a in a uh, well, the whole series on a drive. Oh, in a, nice. In an undisclosed nice. location. Nice. But yeah, <laughs> off the grid. <laughs> yeah, it's somewhere. Uh, no, yeah, and it's just uh, you know talking to some of the guests about. Um, the difference between watching the dubs and the subs and how even some like the edits are and some of the things just like in the first like three or four episodes are i'm like wow i don't remember it being like that like it's just a different either translation or like they went a different direction with the dialogue and you're like oh man that's that's so different um it's either like hella raw or hella gritty you're just like whoa (laughs) whoa and so that's kind of uh that seems to be one that you know, like there's a consensus that most people like that one. Um, was that just like another like a tsunami one that that drew you just because of like if it being like on that late night cycle or what kind of drew you into that one? Actually, I've always hated reality, and that was like the first one that like gave me something. And like I guess huge ass mechs is also outside of reality, but it's possible if yeah. you kind of have an idea but of the military, actual, right? You know what I yeah. mean? Like you have an idea of the military, it's you not can, like supernatural. Yeah, you could see it if we ever get technology to be there, which we're super close. But um, you Hakusho, show like it was just something a step different than reality, and I was like, that's tight that this dude died, came back, and got powers based off of it, and is like using yeah. his powers to do. That. And I was like, I thought it was tight. So just that concept, I think that drew me in just episode one because they're like, oh, he died. Uh, We weren't ready for you to die. (laughs) I was like, what? What? Like, so then like Botan shows up and he like goes to that first like, I'm at the very beginning. So like, this is all fresh. So yeah, uh, he's like, you know, he has that egg that he has to take care of. Oh, yeah, dude. And it's like, don't don't mess up the egg. And yeah. Yeah. And so it's just a. it's just fun and interesting to watch it like all this time later and just be like noticing the differences 
of, you know, maybe an original run or maybe a different sub and being like, oh, like, I don't remember it being like that, but this is interesting. Yeah. It's this way. And so I like that. Um, but I always like, I'm like the self self-proclaimed like king, like the basic bitch anime. Like, <laughs> because that's all the stuff that I watch, you know For what I mean? Sure. And I'm like starting to get into like other things now, yeah. like talking to people, like I got Steins Gate on my list. I haven't okay. watched that. Like Paranoia Agent, I haven't watched that. Paranoia Agent's dope. I so, have that on, yeah. in an undisclosed location there's a, also. <laughs> there's a couple that, you know, have made it their way onto my list now that I'm yeah. like, oh, like I was never even aware of that. Oh, yeah. But it's cool to like meet people and see what they were into. And I'm like, oh, well, that's something I never even... I didn't even know that was a thing. That sounds really interesting from you telling me about it. So maybe I could check it out. Yeah. And so I think that's a really cool, like really organic way to like get into different series. Oh yeah. Um, I, uh, one thing I want to start asking maybe more of my guests as I has them, have them on. Um, do you think there's one particular series that stands out to you personally? Um, that's like a good, like, uh, gateway series maybe something for someone to get started on that you think would be you know it's easily consumable it's easy to follow and it's a good one to kind of get yeah. into on all is right. there one like that my personal think? favorite it's a uh, fully cooly abbreviation is flcl and it's actually about a high school kid who is like way too mature and it's just like i think it's only it's it might only be like seven episodes yeah, it's long not very long and season two is coming out Super soon, yeah. They're, go- they're doing yeah, season two. Dude, they're season, I didn't know they're that. Doing se- yeah, check it. It's on the internet. Check out season two. It's on the internet. <laughs> like I'm excited. Like it's coming out, and we've been waiting for this for years. And it's like now it's coming out. But like that's a great one. That's like don't take shit so like seriously. Like in I caught it growing up, so like I was kind of in that high school stage of like I took a lot of things way too seriously, and that kind of helped me realize like nah, dude. Nobody makes that alive. Like, it's not that that's serious. That's true. So, you know, and it, that's kind of really contributed to how I look at things. And, like, you know, now I'm a lot more playful and funny with certain things. Like, But before I was just like, nah, dude, I ain't got time. I got to go home or I yeah. got to go to work. Bye. Like, you know, so it's well, helped it's me just, change yeah, up. That's that mindset. Kanye said, when you try hard, it's when you die hard. Right. It's just like I realized I didn't have to, you know, have fun with this shit. Yeah. Have fun with this. That's shit. cool, man. That's funny that we transitioned that one because I was just about to ask you about that one. Yeah. So, uh, Have you seen it? Or? I watched it. Okay, yeah. I watched yeah. it, the original run. Um, I need to rewatch it. Oh, I just remember uh, just it, a lot of chaos and there was like a Vespa. It's, like it's a, got the dopest, well, I want to say episode <laughs> one and two, like the, the fucking kick that he does in the first episode, I think, is like the most rawest three i want to say it's probably like a 720 kick like he just spins around and kicks the shit out of a monster like <laughs> you know other than drifters you don't see a lot of action like that you know yeah it's an interesting it's, it's an interesting one and that's kind of the one that's a little bit i don't know there's some of the tropes that are you know common in anime yeah. that are still in that but yeah. i think it's an, it has enough personality that it's like kind of its own thing you know yeah. what i mean like you don't yeah. really see something else that you're it's like, like wacky yet cool yet like odd and you're just yeah. like you can't really look away and you're just like what that's crazy and that's that's what it is it's it's fun that's yeah that's a that's a good one and that's another one that i'm kind of surprised that um hasn't come up yet really yeah it hasn't we haven't talked about that one yet um we've danced around some of the shows that are around like in that block um we've talked about ridiculous ones like hamtaro <laughs> I've but, never actually watched it, but I remember, okay. like, in middle school, <laughs> I remember, like, it coming on before SD Gundam. SD Gundam. Yeah. That was a piece of shit iteration of Gundam, but... <laughs> it was, but it was all right. <laughs> like, 
I would eat, I would watch it and I would eat macaroni out the cup when they first came out. Like when they had the like little microwavable cups, like that was my shit. But like it it, it was, man. It was it was part of that like that golden age block though, because yeah. like there was some good shit on there. Like um totally some, some of the, came yeah, out too. some of the things we talked about. <laughs> some of the other ones we've talked about are like American, I guess, anime. Yeah. Or like North American anime. And so one on there was like reboot. I don't know if you remember that one. No, I don't that was that like one. the corniest, cheesiest. <laughs> it was like uh, these computer programs, but they're like people, you know. That's like oh, a guy. word. Yeah, and so um, and they have like the corniest names. Like I can't remember his name, but I remember the uh, the the main villain. His name was Megabyte, and it's just like wow. This is like watching that shit now. It's like this does not hold up. <laughs> you're like wow. Flimsy yeah, house like of cards, this. and it was well, like uh, and it's like um, 3D ish type animation. Oh, oh and man. you're like, oh man, this is it's rough. It's not like you know 80s animation that you that's hand drawn. Like you yeah. could watch it still and be like, this is all right, you know. It's like the shit was cutting edge when it first came out. <laughs> like, and they were like super proud of it, you know. And you, now you watch it and you're like, wow. Like, Damn. How did this see did the this light make of day? Up. Yeah, how did, and how it did was in like up? a premium spot. It was like four thirty on uh, on Toonami, and I'm like, how the fuck did this like get this like primo spot? How did Toonami? it work? Yeah, I, hey man, you but got yeah, the money. Like, the the <laughs> it was like the the story of the show or whatever. It was like the common thing. It was like very formulaic, you know. Yeah, and um, it was like the main guy. With, uh, he's trying to, you know, eradicate, like, all, like, the viruses and, like, the bad guys or whatever. But they would end up getting, um, there's, like, users and they would load in a game. Uh-huh. And so they would be stuck in the game. Oh, shit. Uh, and then they would have to reboot where the show comes, the name comes from. They'd have to reboot while they're in the game and then they become, like, a part of the game. Oh, and then they have to, like, win in the game to get out. That's almost like dot .hack. Yeah. Or, yeah. like, what's Sword Art? That's mm. like the newest. They're like in the game. Or yeah, like they're stuck in the and they got to like make it out somehow. This is like a really cheesy version. Because, <laughs> <laughs> man, reboot. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I like they have all the episodes on YouTube. Oh, man. And it's like one of those things you watch it back and you're like, what the fuck was I thinking? Like, <laughs> you're just like in all the why was I? <laughs> why did I watch it? Like, I, I was like, like high key a fan of that. <laughs> and then now I'm like, what was I thinking? Your, your awkward growing up stages of anime. Yeah. Yeah. But it's just like that shit don't hold up. <laughs> After this episode, go home and watch it. You'll I'm gonna like, check it what out. What the I'm hell check is this? But yeah, just like the main villain being Megabyte, I was like, this is too much. <laughs> I wish I could like. I think there's like some guy named like Chip or like. Uh, it's like all the really like corny like computer lingo. computer lingo. Oh man! Like, wow! Like how did they get away <laughs> with this? One that has come up though that you mentioned. Um, this has come up every episode. Cowboy Bebop. Yeah, it's pivotal. That it's one, pivotal. I think maybe could be in that talks of um, a show that's easy to get into for someone that maybe had never watched. Yeah, because it, it it just starts in the middle of a story, and you like learn about these characters as you go, and then you just either fall in love with them or you like enjoy what they're going through. And it's definitely one that you, anybody could pick up. You know what I mean? Like you don't mm-hmm. have to watch a ton, of, and you could even just pick it up at any episode like you yeah don't have i mean to. there's like an overarching story but yeah there's definitely like an end like an anthology feel like right. you could because like the ending in. you're just like uh what yeah and vicious yeah and you could pretty much just like you could put it on a loop and just hit random and like watch it all at any time <laughs> and it's like all right 
makes sense. Like, it's that good. That's funny, man. That is one, probably with one of the most style. Um, uh, the intro alone yeah, is greatness. Like, that is true. Tank? Tank, man. That's yeah. come up every episode. It's so funny. And I think it will come up. That will probably be one that is just endeared you to just everyone. You need to make it the theme song. That's it. <laughs> like, everybody's like, fuck yeah. I got it. Like, I know what this guy's about. That oh bass line, boom, boom, doom, doom, doom. Yes. Like, Sick. Oh, man. Uh, yeah, man. That That is such a... And it's almost... Um, some of the, like, the style of it is a little bit like film noir. So it's almost like... Uh, if you ever watched Big O... Yes! Like, I, I love Big O. Big O, yeah. That's like... Definitely like film noir meets like Gundam to me. Yeah. And so that was a that was a pretty good series. Like I think that was like a not a very long series either. Uh, yeah, but I don't it was think it's an interesting long. concept. It was like everyone like had amnesia and you're like, what's going on in this show? Yeah. And so that was another I think that was on the late block too. I think I think I like Big O because it's like a better version of Batman because I low key like no, I high key don't like Batman. Oh. But hot takes. Yeah, like that's People are going to hate me for that. That's okay. Like, yeah. I don't like Batman. Well, but. yeah, it's like always that, do you prefer Batman or Iron Man type conversation? I've never heard that conversation, though. Really? So that's new. Well, it's like, you know, they're both All right. the billionaire yeah. uh, company, yeah. playboys or whatever. Hmm. But you either pick Iron Man one's or you DC, pick... one's right, Marvel. One's, okay, I've never thought about it. So like. they kind of have like the similar like backstory. Okay. It's almost like Superman and Goku, you know? Like they're both like the aliens. Uh, they're found by yeah, someone. But like, I don't like Superman either. Oh, see you later. So, I, I mean, but Goku, Goku was a terrible father. Like... <laughs> that, is, that has come up. <laughs> He's a Vegeta's terrible father. a better father than Goku. I mean, even Piccolo is a better father than Goku. <laughs> Let's keep it real. He was he was true. the original father. Like he was out there teaching Goku's son with a do rag on. <laughs> with a do rag. That way to do rag too. Was yeah, he just, he just rocked it. But yeah, this, I don't know. That's so. This is a little off anime, but would you go? You know, for the Civil War, would you be for? You know, heroes being possessive of their own powers and running their own shit, or would you be for a system that delegates oh. those? man uh-huh yeah that's tough man it's just like uh you like you just naturally you want to be contrarian you know what i mean you don't right. want to like go with like the government rule in it you right know what i mean but at the same time it's like oh man this shit could go crazy and you could kind of see both sides of it i don't know i kind of land on the hero side though i think because it's like in there internally i think they have enough of a compass where they're not going to be like do anything that jeopardizes the whole world. So you'd rather be your it. own, you know, moral compass. You wouldn't want to be a government issued kind of. No, definitely. I wouldn't yeah. be like, you know, just waiting for them to give me to the call. Tell you what to do. Yeah. yeah. What no, about you? I rock with that. Cause like, no, I fuck that dude. I'm not about to, <laughs> I'm not going to have superpowers. And you tell me you how I can. Do. Yeah. Like you're not about to tell me how I can and cannot use my, yeah. like, I'm not going to go out and rob a bank. No, I don't need to. We both know I don't need that. But like, for you to tell me, nah, man, we're going to go to... No, we're not. Like, I'm just... You're not going to tell me where I can go. You're not going to tell me what I can do. I'm free to do whatever I please. And it's like, if you want these powers, come get them. That's true. I mean... <laughs> you know what I mean? That's yeah. a good way to look at yeah, it. Yeah. You, yeah, no. But it's like Iron Man, you know. You want my suit, you can't have it. Yeah. If you <laughs> want Iron Man, I am Iron Man. <laughs> like, that's the no, that's part. a good... That is a good... That's a good question. Yeah. You kind of interviewed... You interviewed me there for a second. That was kind of low-key, like, meta... Flip the, flip the table. 
<laughs> nah, man. Um, that is uh, that is an interesting thing to think about, um, especially um, you know, just kind of like with that moral like way. Which way do you land? And so, yeah, that's an interesting. That's an interesting thought. Might have to like bring that up. Yeah, in future episodes. Hey, man, it's all yours. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, we kind of talked about earlier a little bit about some of the movies. Um, and I think we talked about, uh, I've talked endless waltz with some of them, I guess before. Yeah. So I don't know if you're ever super into that one or like I watched tree, it, tree of might or anything, but like I kind of don't remember it a lot. Like yeah. it's vague. They had that, um, like that angel wing zero Gundam. Yeah. That shit was tight. Yeah. But yeah, I just didn't know, um, I know that you said you were into like uh, Dead Leaves. I haven't. I actually haven't personally watched that one. Um, what's kind of like the main draw with that one? Dead Leaves is completely like just crazy. It's crazy. Like I think it's from the same guys that made Panty and Stocking, but it's like before that. So it's just ridiculousness, and it's almost as crazy as Fully Cooley, but it's about two space ca- escape space convicts. That's like all I really give you. And then anything past that, like, you just have to watch it. Like, huh? it's just crazy. It's going to be hard to find because every time, like, every time I've had to look for it to, like, tell other people about it, it wasn't super easy. But yeah. if you look hard enough, it's there. And it's, like, it's craziness. It's got some dope fight scenes, like, a lot of gunfights. It's good. You don't have that one in an undisclosed Oh, location? no, I have it in an undisclosed okay. vault. Like, if you want it, you can <laughs> email me. One time. Yeah, I might, you know, I got you, one time for the one time I got you. I'm your man. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Um, the interesting thing, um, you know, and it's kind of goes back to the, you know, these things kind of shape what we like as adults. Um, do you think what you've liked as far as like anime, whether it's style, like some of the different like color schemes, whatever, do you think that had like a pretty profound int- like a uh, impact on where you are now, like as a designer? Do you think your style is very derivative of anime oh yeah yeah man um it's one of those things just like i draw on like color variations and like character styles and like a lot of movement and i've kind of learned like how i can do things differently based off of like those what three elements and so i've been working them more into like a graffiti background and just kind of like trying to mix and match that until i get a personal style that like i don't see everywhere like i don't and it's not easily rep you know replicatable so i've been kind of working on that for ever you know since i started watching cartoons um and so now it's just like everything that i've watched like color schemes like i like to do bright crazy colors now i also like to do like really simple stuff as far as like illustration wise but if it's simple then it's like get a crazy color palette so i've kind of learned how to mix and match those styles huh that's that's a good way to that that's an interesting way to like approach it. Not really like I dig that. That's cool. Yeah. Is that like was that your introduction into like illustration? Like you just watch cartoons and you try um, to draw what you actually, saw? Actually, yeah, dude. The first the first thing I ever really drew was the full cast of Toy Story. And oh. I was like, Yeah, dude. And Dang. my mom was like, I bet, like, here's more paper. And yeah. so like as my family watched me keep drawing, they just kept putting me like in the position to draw more so they'd like give me drawing books and more pens and pencils and i'd keep using it and like i built on that and now it's like now i'm a designer you know my original goal is just be a graffiti artist but i was like well i don't see that working out long term and getting paid you know the way i like to get paid yeah so here i am now that's interesting because like i think there's definitely the people that have like their roots in uh design like that specifically that had their start like in maybe in graffiti or lettering stuff like that 
Um, there's like neighbors, there's a local guy, um, Chris Canale. Yeah, Chris. He's, yeah, he does. Yeah. I think he did a he did a um, night. Nice he did a talk. Yeah, actually, yeah, I actually um, went to that one. I grew up with Dusty and them, so like me and Dusty oh, would okay. like hang out. Yeah, um, actually from Tree and Leaf. Yeah, yeah, and um, before they used to do drinking draws at Tree and Leaf, we used to do them at Dusty's house, and we would listen to like gang or not gang star, but Black Star, like those uh, oh, MF man. Doom. Yeah, we used to listen to those on like record and like sit around and draw, so and drink. But I was underage, so I wasn't drinking. Oh no. Yeah. yeah, his was near beer. Yeah, no, mine was just water. Okay, there you uh, go. H- <laughs> H2O, there you go. H2O, yeah, <laughs> high quality H2O. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so like that's Black Star, man. Yeah, so like that's and that's kind of helped contribute to my design style, which I'm starting to bring more of myself into my work. Um, so it's it's going to be a lot more like lowriders, like kind of tattoo styling, like street inspired, but like mix in like color inspiration from anime and like how they mix dark and light tones and then just like i don't know just like that crazy style that i feel is like appropriate when it comes to letters so that's time man because it's just like you're drawing from so many different areas yeah and combining all when you, these different yeah things. it's like you just kind of throw it on the pot like gumbo and just <laughs> mix it and then you get what you get you know work the wrist stir the pot <laughs> look at the flick of the wrist look at the wrist um <laughs> So you say you grew up uh, originally um, heavy influence on like old school rap. Yeah. Um, and that's another thing that I think progresses with time is our taste of music. Because like I still listen to what I listened to growing up. Oh, yeah. But there's so much no more. Yeah. And you kind of kind of that you kind of like develop your own it, style. And it's dope because if you like grew up listening to the music you know where certain samples come from or when rappers say certain lines, you're just like, I've heard that before and you know exactly where, and you're just like, that's tight, you know? Um, But that's definitely, yeah, jazz, like all of these things have just kind of contributed to style. Yeah, it is cool. Like uh, one of my favorite um, rappers is uh, Cameron and he did like a, he did a sample of like, uh, man, what was that sample he did for, oh boy, it was like car wash. I can't think. I just like was watching. Do you know who Nardwar is? Yeah, I know Nardwar. I watched Nardwar. like his Nardwar interview, Cameron. Okay, and he like dropped all these references, like of like things that were in records that Cameron sampled, and then Cameron's like, "I don't know that shit." He's just like, "I know I like that sample. Yeah, like, I like that beat. Yeah." And so I was like, you know, let me get on that. I lo- I fell in love with uh, Roxanne. After I had heard, uh, what, what means what are you, or whatever, or fire. Yeah, what no, is that it's a yeah, sample you, from, um, uh, it's it was, the Roxanne, the police. And I know Cameron did it. Uh, I want to say, I, I know it's either chariot or fire. Or one he did those. some, well, he did some other, like just like stylistic. He did ambitions as a writer for, yeah. Leave me alone. Let me just live my life. Like, yeah. And then song. like, dude, even the stuff that they did with, uh, master P and them. Yeah. Those guys, um, just like Dipset and all those guys just cracked yeah. me up. Dude, Dipset was a thing. And like Jewels. it it blew up when I was in high school after I've been listening it to listening to it since I was in elementary school. And then when it blew up here, I was like, What? Y'all are just not getting on this? But like I was a kid, you know, listening to Project Pat and like everybody else. Like all those guys. Like yeah, just on. like Yeah, and it was just like they were just now blowing up. Like Juicy J's been a ratchet rapper since forever. But it's like, dude, I've known Juicy J since I was in middle school. People still don't know that that's Juicy J from Three Six Mafia. Yeah. And it's like people don't know that. And then if like if you don't know about Three Six Mafia, like you'll never know about like what Tether Club Up Posse, like all of those (laughs) kind. And it's like, dude, like 
if you think Juicy J is crazy, like everybody, what you got Crunchy Black, Mia X, like you got all those <laughs> other people that like just didn't break out the same way, but they're still there, and it's like it's crazy. Man, Crunchy Black always cracked me up, and uh, he's like, my man's footwork was like a one, a one. Every video, she thought Diddy was bad, baby. A <laughs> one. I told her I was Crunchy Black, and it was all good. <laughs> Like that dude cracked me up. Dude, yes. What means the world to you? That's the sample. Okay. That's yeah. what he's saying. Yeah. Because I was uh, like, I know what's going on. Yeah. I, I was, was like, like man, tight. what is that? You said it, and I was like, I, we got to look that up. Yeah. Like, low key, almost just stopped the whole episode just to look that <laughs> up. But did some finesse and while we were talking. Pause and looked press. it up. Right. It's good. <laughs> like, but yeah, Cameron, right. I really liked him growing up. Um, I remember having that album come home with me. Like, I bought that CD. Whoo, yeah. And so, yeah. like, I love okay. that album. Okay, so I'm going to throw you another loop. Uh-oh. And I've asked, actually, everybody I've had the hip-hop conversation with. And actually, listening to this, I want you to at me on Twitter with, like, your thoughts on this. This okay. is to the crowd. So, Kendrick or Lupe Fiasco? Oh and why? Like- and if you can't do it now, that's okay. I can wait. Oh, shit. I, I, I can wait. Yeah. Man. Think about what it. What a question. You yeah. come up with some heat today. Hey, man. I'm an intense person. What, I don't even know how to like, begin to like feel that. For sure. All well, right. it's just like, oh, shit. <laughs> well, it's just like, you know, one guy is hasn't been around as long as Lupe. And like, Lupe has been doing his thing. But you kind of get it. It's But as far as, as Kendrick has gotten like in this amount of time, it's like, shit. Yeah. Um, oh, man. Yeah, I don't know. You might have to. You might cause an uproar on Twitter. When oh, it's that's. I, I, <laughs> I welcome my mentions being wrecked on this one. Like, I'll uh, put that call to action out when this episode comes out. Yeah, like, yo, at this guy, he said, "Come at him." Um, speaking of, um, I think I looked at whenever you first got hired at Nominee because uh, I think it was on Instagram or something. Uh, they did like a post. And they said that you did some work with TDE and Schoolboy yeah, Q. What, yeah. like, what's the story behind like the Schoolboy Q and like the TDE work that you got to do? So me and like three of my homies, we all used to work for an agency, like a marketing agency in Orlando. Um, and so we all kind of like left there. Things happened. We all moved on. And so we were just like, hey, let's try our own thing. So we started a small agency called uh, Untitled Creative. It was totally like us just bootstrapping it, running through it. And then somehow, like, we know we, we have a friend. He actually does music. And I, I think his band was called Sales. And so he's, he's done a lot of stuff in music. So he's, like, always out there making connections, talking to people. This dude hits up TDE and, like, gets Lil Moose's, like, contact info and just starts spamming this dude. Next thing we know, they're like, yeah, we got a show going on in this place. Meet us here. We're trying to link up and do this. And we're all sitting there like, oh, shit. Like, it, oh, it's shit. happening. Like, it's happening. It's happening. So it was just like we ended up like we threw him a couple concepts for um, Absol's album art, um, which we didn't know what it was going to be called. Originally, it was going to be Black Lip Passer from what they told us, but it was Do What Thou Wilt. So we threw some inspiration and some rounds of like what we think the album should look like. And then before that, we started with uh schoolboy and so they had us come out and like promote the show and like show up at the show and shoot some video and do some stuff like that while we and we were gonna from there we we were possibly gonna like continue doing other tour legs and working with other artists so we knew about kim bay x before they like officially announced them we actually put together a website and some stuff for him and kind of pitched that to him so yeah like working with td it was like 
Whoa, that's crazy. That's crazy. Yeah. Like, especially because it's like, we love TDE. So it was just like, that shit was wild. You know what I mean? But it was like, you you just kind of have to jump out there and do that shit and like start just hit the ground running. Yeah. What they, did they like your concepts or what was like, um, what, what came of it? What happened was they just didn't sign their contract and we were just like, nah, bro. Like we're young, but we're not dumb. So it was like, you know, gotcha. no disrespect, but we need you to sign that contract before we move any further. You know what I mean? Like, and then they wouldn't. Yeah, that just didn't happen. So we were like, all right, well, you know, moving on. You know, it it sucks, but dude, that does suck. You know, life. What a freaking badass thing to get to work on. Yeah, and it was like that was enough for me. I was like, tight. If TDE looks at it, it's like we, yeah, yeah. If they like it, I obviously have some. You know, we we have enough clout to move around some places. I was just gonna say, like, people that know what the fuck like they're talking about when, just like, in the in in the industry. Like, yeah. when they see that on your resume, they're going to be like, God damn. Like, with, <laughs> yeah, like, holy they shit. They worked with Q and they worked with TDE. Like, yeah, holy like, shit. Yeah, like, dude, and it was tight. Guy. Like, because they were, like, we sent a guy out there to kind of hang out with him and go tour the space and talk to him about having him just be there. Man. So, like, we were that close, but it was just like they wouldn't sign the contract. <sighs> and that's, you know what I mean? Like, it's, it's that one thing that's like, we're super hurt, but it's like, business is business. Either, you know, and they, hey, they're busy. You know, everybody was dropping their albums. They were working on yeah. SCAs. So, it's like. All right, man. Too busy to sign a piece of paper, though. Right. You know, hey, we may shoot it back out to him and see what happens. That shit will be tight. Yeah, exactly. So it's like we always keep that option, but it's just like, well. Man, that is cool. <laughs> I remember seeing that and thinking, like, like seriously? This is like TDE? Like, like, like TDE? No way. The like, T- for yeah, real? TDE, yeah. And just seeing that you had, like, landed a nominee, and I'm like, why is this guy, like, not working in, like, California or something? Nah, dude, I don't I don't, Cali would turn me into yeah. a vegetable. I'm sure. <laughs> like, I couldn't do it. Well, and that's kind of like, you know, I'm kind of jumping around here, but that's kind of the vibe I get from like a lot of the people because um, many of the people that I have on are artists and, um, you know, videographers, photographers, and they all are ingrained in the culture here. And that's kind of like helps them, like, you know, stay rooted and helps them you know want to stay here and like develop the culture here and yeah. that was kind of like the same vibe like that you were giving off too because you were saying you know there's a lot of room to grow here there's a lot of things to do here. oh yeah definitely man oklahoma like oklahoma has maximum potential to be like we could be we can be better than austin we can be better than portland we can be better than seattle like we can be better than these places we just have to realize we have that potential and like we have to stop talking terrible about ourselves like just as many people as you see being like, oh, there's nothing to do in this state. Like, those are probably the same people that go to Bricktown every weekend. Bro, you're going to Bricktown every weekend. Yeah. Like, what do you expect when you go to the same place? But it's like, there's so much going on just on 23rd alone. Like, just off of 23rd, just off of Blackwater, which is the Plaza District, you know, the Paseo District. Like, there's so much going on. Even in Edmond, there's stuff going on. But it's like... If nobody's getting involved and if nobody's showing up because everybody's going to do the same thing and we're all talking about somewhere else, somebody doing something else somewhere else, it's like, well, you're not going to take the time yeah. to really plant that seed and like grow the potential of Oklahoma. So yeah. like that's been my whole move since I got even even a little bit before I got back. Like I've been investing like my time into people that I really see like out there doing work. And it's like dude, you can see s- stuff happening. Like now we have Tower Theater. I know JB, so, like, I've known JB since he was a rapper doing shows at the Arbor that Tree and Leaf had when they were still on Rockwell. Yeah, near, Rockwell Expressway. Right. It's like, now they're, you know, now they're down in the Paseo, and it's like, that's crazy. 
like things are changing, things are moving, but it's like, yeah, we move a little bit slower. We're inland. Everything has to kind of come in. But like for everybody that's left and come back or for everybody that's either stayed here, they've grinded up to some level, hopefully, or they've kind of reached a certain point to where they can make moves freely. And so that's that's that draw. It's like once you make it to a point where you have that ability to either move freely or like put somebody else on, like then shit gets interesting. Then you can start doing bigger and better shit. Yeah, it's just hard when there's like it's always going to be like the dissenters and everything like yeah. that. The, the cavers is what we call them. The yeah. citizens against virtually everything. The right. cave people. And it's like fine, dude. <laughs> stay your ass at home. Like well, that's it's perfect. Just like, those know? are the people that you got to remember that that you got to realize like okay, like nothing's ever going to make them happy. Right. You you won't be happy until you get off your ass and do your own thing. But while you're at home, I can't help you get off your ass and do your own thing. Yeah, I mean there's so much going on like you're saying like, you know, nominees like having people to do like a uh, yeah, those night school. Yeah, Thursday, design like dev is doing stuff at you know uh, Star Space. Yeah, and there's always drink and draw. There's always those art shows that are going yeah. on at Speakeasy. I mean, the Grease Traps always doing art. So shows. many promoters are bringing in so many big name artists now, and it's like before that was before artists would flake because they'd be like, Nah, dude, I'm not going to get a big enough show, or like they couldn't sell enough tickets, or janky promoters would mess it up for everybody. But it's like now, dude, shows are coming. You know what I mean? Like, it's crazy. It's yeah. growing. Even Tulsa's getting like some love right now, and it's like they're growing. So it's like you just kind of have to buckle down and be like, "All right, dude, we're gonna try this." And it, yeah, it may take two or three years. That's okay. Like that's what you're building it for. If you build it, they will come. But if you're first and you built it, guess what? You get to sit on the throne and like watch everybody try to climb and catch up. That's true. And then like just here, like in the tower, like right. they had like Talib Kweli like came and. They're going to have, like, the God MC himself coming here. Like, God dang. Like, yeah. There's going to be some shows here. Yeah. And so it's, it's just cool, like, a lot it's of crazy. the things that are happening here. Because, like, people are taking the time and, like, investing in the city and, like, you know, trying to get everybody, like, to come up together. Yeah. And so I think it's really interesting. And I love that there's people like you and, like, everyone that I've had on that are invested in Oklahoma City. And they're like, you know what? This is going to be – we're going to make this – Right. Like our spot. Make it home. We're going to make this. It could be dope as long yeah. as we all buckle down and like do our fucking best for the next five years. And then like people are going to be like, yo, there's something going on in Oklahoma and it's not hella expensive. I want to go there. Exactly. Like we have that above everyone else. Like you can do shit that people do in New York here. Like you can do shit that people do in Cali here. You could do shit that people do in Austin, Portland here. Exactly, man. And you could do it for a hell of a lot cheaper. I was going to say, that, that costs a living, though. <laughs> yeah, like, <laughs> bro, you can spend $100 and start a business. Tell me where the fuck you could do that anywhere else. <laughs> no joke. It's true, man. And there's just, yeah, there's always people on the come up. Right. Um, this is real. One of the funny things we talked about earlier was just, like, we happened to see, like, that record, too, of the gorillas. Uh, kind of getting back into the, like, music we are talking about. Um, that's another you know, artist that I think kind of transcends oh, yes. the, uh, like the genre yes. box that we like yeah. to put people in because the barriers, they're not dude. quite one thing. Yeah. Yeah. They're like in different, um, you know, they have kind of have their hands in different things. They're an amoeba of music. <laughs> they just like do everything and anything. And it's like, that's tight. Yeah. I, um, I can't remember the first, I think I heard the gorillas on FIFA 2003. Really? It was, they were on okay. a FIFA game. Tight. And it was the get the cool. Get oh, the cool shit. it was <laughs> yeah. like in every soundtrack that no, 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 year. No. I think it yeah. was no three. Dude, they hit the bank with that one. But yeah. And so it was just like 
funny to see them like in that way and just being like, oh, I kind of like those guys. Yeah. And then like, yeah, a few later, a few years later, you're like, damn, dude, these guys are everywhere. Yeah. And you got to, yeah, then you, like, I did that backtracking thing when I caught on, because I caught on them through an album. Um, it was the Gorilla self-titled album. And the first song I had heard, it was just like, I was, I think like, I was just like running through some YouTube stuff and then like it popped up. But I heard Sounder and I was like, that's tight. Yeah. <laughs> but it's just, they're cool because they're just like, not like anybody else. Anybody else, yeah. You know what I mean? But they're kind of caught, I don't know, like they kind of got shit on recently just because like their new album i guess wasn't like very well received did you listen to the new album i listened to it i listened to it like through i would say like two or three times and then i was just like it's an album it's it's a newer album i think that's like and my whole thing is like now i'm listening to albums straight through like if i can't push play and i have to jump around like i'm probably not gonna listen to it like that but like it was definitely one that i could sit there play and listen to but it's got kind of a political stance especially with the vince staples track like I already can tell, like, once I heard that, I was like, dude, if you've made it this far, you either still in it or you're like, nah, I can't handle it. <laughs> you know, and that's, that's okay. It's music. It's just like some albums you have to come back to at a different time at a different point in time. Like Kanye West's, what, My Dark, Beautiful, Twisted Fantasy, like, or 808s and Heartbreaks. When that dropped, everybody was like, this shit is trash. <laughs> and then everybody went through a breakup and they went back and like, this shit is amazing. <laughs> It's like it's like that. You know what I mean? Like certain albums only resonate with you at certain times because you're that going through certain things. Well, I did just listen through to um graduation because it was like the ten year anniversary. That now last week, right? It was just the ten year yeah, anniversary yeah, yeah. of that album. Last week, I think, yeah. And I'm like, man, this shit still bumps in twenty seventeen. Everything Kanye makes still bumps. Like you can still <laughs> go back and play everything. Like anybody that says not is, in my personal opinion, a Kanye hater, and that's fine. You can hate Kanye. Hate Kanye. But he's growing. Man. That is, I mean, I think not, I think a lot of people don't realize how much he's contributed as far as like music. But like so many people don't know that he's done, you know, produced for so many different things. As my homegirl Desiree says, we are lost right now as a culture because Kanye is lost. Like, think about it. You know what I mean? Like, think about all the years that he's put out albums and how we've kind of gone through that transition with him. I mean, he had motherfuckers out here looking like bums. That is true. You're out here wearing, like, ripped clothes, looking like his, what, Yeezy Season 2? Is that what it was? Yeah. Some, yeah. It was like the, everyone was, and, and like, was like, like pictures of, like, trash bags. Yeah, on. and then he was like, oh, <laughs> he's a terrible designer. And then H&M, C, everyone had that long t- T-shirt with the rips in it. It's still around. People are still wearing ripped jeans. And it's like... Yeezy did it. And everybody was like, he's a terrible clothing designer. He did it. <laughs> he did it. Did you have a failed clothing brand sway? <laughs> I don't have the answers, Avery. <laughs> no, actually, every clothing <laughs> brand that I work with has been dope. But like, it's just like you see these cultural changes and so many people not Kanye. And it's like, what? Yeah. But bro, you look like him. <laughs> you're dressed just like him. You're dressed just like him. Um, what? I guess kind of transitioning into that, um, did you say that you were kind of working on your own brand right now? Yeah, yeah. I'm working, actually, I don't know if you want to like... No, actually, this is a perfect time. So I'm working on the clothing brand. It's called Rowdy Rangers. It's mixing all the morality and coolness of like growing up as a morally compassed Boy Scout and then realizing this shit ain't sweet. So (laughs) it takes that. It takes, you know, everything that I've learned by growing up. And realizing, you know, yeah, you can be a morally good person, 
but you still have your vices. Like that's what it's built on. So that's that's the brand and that's what I'm working to bring. We're working on the designs for the shirts. We're, you know, picking out textiles and everything for sewn and sewn and other elements and packaging and hats and all that. So we're in the process of getting that together. That's tight, man. Based out of Oklahoma City or what? Yeah, yeah. It'll be based out of Oklahoma here. Um, and, you know, we're just going to try to take it as worldwide as we can. That's cool, man. I mean, there's a couple brands that have launched um, in Oklahoma or that have, like, branches in Oklahoma or whatever lately that have been cool. Like, I went to UCO with a guy that launched a brand, Given word and so it's uh that one's pretty cool it's like the you might have seen some of the hats it's like ivi i don't know if you've seen some of the stuff around i can show you some yeah. of the stuff yeah later, dude, i'll have to check that out that's just another like cool brand that like has like a whole concept behind it and so like a lot of these concept concept driven like places are like you know coming out with these this really like awesome yeah like because it's it's a lifestyle at that yeah. point it's not just a cool t-shirt you know what i mean it's exactly. like if a lot more people that did streetwear realize it's not about how cool your fucking shirt is, like it's about what you're giving to your community and what you're building it around, like people will fuck with it. That's cool, man. That's like the whole, um, that's like the whole concept behind it, which is like yeah. cool because they want to stay like gra- like grassroots or whatever and like yeah. give back to the people and everything. Yeah, exactly. So it's cool. Exactly. Um, are you like collaborating with anyone like? Uh, that you've been wanting to work with in a while and like on that brand at, at all? Or? Um, Actually, I have a couple people lined up, like Legends Gold, we're going to do some stuff. Uh, me and Vernon, uh, Vernon of Group Fly, we're probably going to do some stuff. Oh, cool. Yeah, dude, they've been waiting and they've just been like on me every year, like, yo, when you're coming out, with <laughs> you it, need to do it. When you're going to do it. And like, you know, these are people that have known that I'm going to do this, but I've just been like putting in all that extra effort and work to get, you know, everything that needs to be. Because you start a brand and it's just like, oh, we just have shirts just have shirts like cool bro everybody yeah has, everybody, everybody has, shirts. has shirts so it's like you know taking that time to you know really get out there and meet people and learn and that's cool man yeah, yeah i didn't i didn't mean to put you on blast no like I, didn't, I didn't know if you're like ready to good. talk about it or no not. it's it's i mean i've told other people about it you know so it's just like it's one of those things just like a lot of people don't know what it is but there are people that know yeah that's cool man well i'm glad you got to talk about it a little yeah, bit for sure um, I appreciate it. Sounds that. like a really, yeah. Well, it's just like, I want people, you know, yeah, like I have fun, like talking about like whatever bullshit we end up talking about. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But at the end of the day, like I want like whoever I have on to have an opportunity to talk about something that they have a passion about. For sure. And so if that's your passion, oh, then I, yeah. want, I want to give you like what yeah. little of a platform I have, I want to give you a little oh, bit dude, of thank you. time yeah. to like talk about what it is and For sure. if it's important to you. So, um, so kind of in that vein of like, uh, you know, local, um, you know, clothing, local, everything, um, like artwork and everything. Um, we talked yeah. a little bit about local bands, local artists. Um, can I just like rattle off a little bit about like uh, rattle off some of these and like you talk about a little bit like yeah. the draw on them? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Mark Jacobs. Yeah. All right. So that's that's a kid. He actually runs a clothing brand. And so like that's how I met him. But I met him. Uh, Desiree's doing a showcase. And so this dude's on stage. He's rapping and he's got a car. He's got a song called H2O. And it's like the beat immediately caught me. Like once the beat came on, he immediately caught me. And I was like, oh, this shit is going to be either tight or this dude just failed. He fucking killed it. So while he's rapping, the chorus comes on and the song is called H2O. This dude has a fucking water bottle in his hands. And I'm like, oh, here it comes. Everybody's like dancing, jumping up and down. And he starts going through the chorus and he starts slinging water everywhere. Everybody freaks out. And I'm like, you didn't see it coming? It's called water, <laughs> H2O, like he's rapping about how it's flow. And it's like, you guys, and that one moment was like, I love this dude. 
Like, he was so about it. He performed it great. The song is dope. Like, all around, I was just like, I, I loved it. And, like, that was the one draw for me. Like, he, he, he's not just up there to make words rhyme. That's tight, man. I mean, he sounds cool. Yeah, no, check out the song. Is he like on SoundCloud and everything? Um, yes, check okay, him out. Cool. Like, I'll I'll send it to you. Cool, cool, cool. Yeah. Uh, what another? What's another one we got here? Uh, Millie Mesh. Yeah, Millie Mesh. She's a female rapper, which you know you don't see a lot of those, but she's damn good. She's like damn good, and it's like really most female rappers don't get a lot of love, but like she she deserves that. Like she's tight. She deserves that shine. Yeah, that's true. Um. Speaking of uh, lo- uh, female rappers, um, it's cool because uh, there's a lady that I know. I went to like this church camp when I was a kid, and the guy that was like our like sponsor or whatever, his wife is like an English teacher. What? And she's cool. Like I never really like knew her, mm-hmm. but she was really nice. Her name's Karen. Uh, I gave Karen work in the shout out real quick. <laughs> you cool as hell, Karen. <laughs> Because, um, like, I knew her back then. She was nice and everything. Uh, so, like, I added her on Facebook, you know, as you do. And uh, all these years later, I, like, realized, like, over time that she's, like, a hip-hop head. Tight. And, and she's, she's like, English. She's, like, an English teacher. Like this, Oh, dude, she, this she's probably got bars. Like, white lady. Dude, she's got bars. And it's just funny because I'm like, wow, like, she likes all this. So she came up with an entire lesson plan over uh, the miseducation of Lauren Hill. And so I don't like I never got to see like what came of that or like I always like I'm not a teacher by any means or like I'm right. not an educator. But like but I always wanted to say like can you send me that lesson plan? No, like, <laughs> I need that lesson plan. Like it's I need to know. Cool. Like, like I need to know. Yeah, like I was like I, I want to know. Like, break this down. Like how, she came up with the entire thing. Oh, and so I'm like this is super cool. I need like, that in my just, inbox. She like had posted about like a uh, she had like a picture like the album cover or something which is talking about. You know, we're going through this um, uh, just like as a uh, like she has an entire thing behind it. And like I, I got like I got to find that post and we'll talk about it after. Oh, but yeah. It's just crazy to see that, you know, someone that's like that. And it's kind of like how we're talking now. For sure. There's these things that we like growing up. And she literally took that and is like molding. Let me apply the it next to what I do. That is tight. With like the things that would resonate with them. Yeah. Because, you know. People, well, yeah, everybody yeah. likes hip hop. Lauren yeah. Hill, they may have never heard about her unless she had told her about. Them. Right, and it's like she's helping transition. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like for people that aren't as in hip hop, like they get a taste of hip hop now in a way that they can easily digest it from someone they trust. But it's just crazy to see, like I like over time, just like seeing her posting about things. I'm like, how do you know about like? That's tight. And she like knew about. It. She had all this knowledge, and just that's like, tight. I'm like okay, that is tight. Because she would post about like Wu Tang and stuff like that, and I'm like, that is tight. Like, dude, I, I should have been in her. She is cool class. as hell. Yeah, like I like, need to be in she that. She's way class. cooler than me. So. But it was just. I mean, it made me think of it when you were saying female rappers don't get yeah. it. No, I mean, they it's don't. True, you know, but, they don't. But yeah, just that was such a cool thing that she was able to do, and it's like one of those things, like meeting people where they are. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. you get to take this thing that you really enjoy and that you love and turn it into like a way a vehicle with which to like educate people for sure and i think yeah. that's awesome um okay so so some more of these uh local acts that you were wanting to talk about uh steph simon yeah steph's from tulsa uh how can i steph is like he's a hell of a talented rapper he's a hell of a great personal person like if you meet him and talk to him during and after a show like it's the same dude up there on the stage rapping but like you're like yo this dude's cool as fuck 
and it's like his personality like his the the things and the content he puts into his raps is really good and like i'm waiting for that fucking album so steph <laughs> if you're listening drop that album i need that well it's yeah it seems interesting because it's like all the people you've mentioned have seemed to be like it's not just like you know everything's so big line now like the mumble rappers or whatever yeah but it seems like everyone you're talking about now is like super lyrical and like very well thought right out. And, and that's kind of where music has to go like everybody you know yeah everybody can do that turn up rap and they do and it's like not bad there's nothing wrong with it there's a place and a time for everything but it's like exactly. personally like i love r- lyrics in my rap you know what i mean i want you to say something um but Everybody, you know, that I fuck with musically is just like they have something to say, but they're not just saying these things. They've lived and they're, you know, kind of giving their lessons to others through music. And I think that's dope. Yeah. Instead of just people just doing what it takes. Yeah. Just to do because it's like you can tell, you know, it's like Big Crit. He said, you know, they'll do whatever they can to get to that next. Right. And it's like that. But that ain't me. That ain't me. I'm not selling out. And it's like I love the fact that he let he let, you know, what I'm saying Def Jam go. Yeah, I'm glad. I like Def now Jam. we're he gonna says get, it right in the song. Yeah, I love Death Jam. He's fuck it, and it's it's so good because now it's just gonna get so much better. So That's much true. Better. Um, let's see if I say this right. Brooks, Brooks, Brooks. Yeah, Brooks. Damn, Brooks. It's all good, dude. He, <laughs> he used to go by Mouthpiece, but now he's like changed to Brooks. So he he's like fuck Mouthpiece. So that's his whole thing. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Brooks is dope. Actually, Brooks is more of like a street style rapper, like. Every now and then, like, I'll, he'll, like, send me a track, and, he'll, like, it'll freak me out because I'm like, bro, I'm driving right now, and you got, like, cop sirens. I need, I need you to chill a little bit. But, like, <laughs> he's a really great dude. You know, he works really hard. He's been around for a long time, you know what I mean? So, he's a great guy. That's cool, man. It's, you know, just going down this list, it's like, man, I really wish, like, I knew about, like, these people. Because, like, it's nice now that I'm, like, I know about them and I can go check them out Yeah, now. no, and I'll give you the playlist. But, like, now like, you're, like, you damn, like, I how wish you, I, like, would have been knowing about these people. Right, and it's, like, this is how, you know, you get more people in the city. Yeah, yeah. this is how he's, like, yo, check out these people. But, like, yeah, just, like, the word of mouth. I think that's another one of the things about, like, just, like, the community-centric type stuff is that, like, because everything is so, like, local-centric and, like, everybody's trying to, like, help everybody, like, yeah, make it or whatever. Yeah. It's, like everyone that's how it all spreads it's just like yeah, everyone's it's word of mouth man you gotta you gotta know somebody who knows something about it yeah whether it's i mean and that's just like in anything so yeah. like you know food places or like oh, yeah uh, yeah you know musicians no matter what it is like that's like Bars, the most, right that's like, the thing that resonates the most with people is like yeah if you think about something like not liking a place and it's like oh well, it's because like my friend said he didn't like that place so like yeah. i didn't even give it a shot you didn't even try it right but and there's people that do that by like the thousands that will never give it a, its own shot. Like just they just hear about what someone like else us. likes, and because they had a bad experience, they they're not going to go try that. Yeah. now. and it's like, man, like sure. go experience the shit for yourself. Yeah, go do like, it, and then make your own assumptions. Yeah, think for you. you know what I mean? Like make your own conclusions based off of that. Um, and then the last one here you had was a uh, Grand National. Yeah, yeah, it's my cousin. Oh, He's okay. actually yeah, and like family first well no we didn't find out we were related <laughs> until after what? he was around yeah and like it was it was crazy we were at i think it was like a juneteenth festival down at oh, yeah. yeah the park and so we were walking up together because we i think we like rolled together we were hanging out that day we walked up and like there was a family member and i was like wait i know her and so he was like how you know that's my grandma and i was like oh shit and we were just like yo that's crazy and that's how that happened but like nah dude he's he's a dope rapper he's like if I had to say it in any way, he's like the most chill, like 
person ever. Like, he doesn't care about the mainstream. He's just like, I just want to rap, smoke weed, and, like, chill. <laughs> That's his thing. And it's like, nah, bro, be you. Like, he is him. And it's dope. And it's like, it's refreshing to see somebody who doesn't care about the, I don't care about going, man. You know, I don't care if I do this. It's just like, I just want to tour, make money. You know just what I'm saying? Rap my raps, ride in these cars, and chill out and smoke this bud. And it's like, <laughs> you're so authentic, I can't be mad at it. It's like, hey, do you. He's just living that life. Yeah, he's... That is exactly, that is what you get. Like, you could play his shit at a cookout, and it's just like, nah, this is the spot to be at. I was going to say, I wonder, that would have been funny, like a funny way to realize you're related, like you show up to At fam- the cookout, yeah, it was at a cookout, yeah. And it was just like, at Juneteenth, where it's like, you know, everybody's there, and you know you know somebody there. It's like, Juneteenth is just that big, and it's just like, yo, what up, family? What up? And just like, you you could walk 10 minutes, like, you take 10 steps, you see somebody Yeah, you know, it's like another Every person. time. Another person. Every time, and it's like, yeah. You know somebody who knows somebody. That's it's funny. It's family all around. It's crazy. Yeah. That is funny just because, like, in the city, I seem to, like, I know a lot of people from the UCO or whatever. And, like, I know some people from Southside because I grew up on Southside. But yeah. It's just funny. Anytime I go anywhere, like, with my wife, and she just, like, it gets on her nerves because, like, I'll see you someone see, I know. And like, what up? Like, yeah. And, yeah, it's crazy. It's just like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, she may get mad, but at the same time, you're that dude. You know what I mean? She picks you for a reason. Yeah, you're that dude. There you go. <laughs> you got you got clout out like, here. Oh, he knows people. Yeah. Oh, people know who I am. Like you got clout. <laughs> I don't know about all that. Well, I just hey, thought like, it's like funny because like I seem to know like it's like I know a few people, but all those people I seem to see all the time. Yeah. And so I'm like, don't be fooled. Like I don't know that many people. I'm not just, that cool. I just, just know just the homies. Yeah. Those are just the homies. <laughs> yeah. That's funny, man. Well, uh, man, I really appreciate you coming out. Yeah, um, no problem. Why don't you tell everybody where they could find you, like on social media and like all For that sure. stuff? For um, sure. On Twitter and Instagram, it's Avery Ilson. Uh, A-V-E-R-Y-I-L-L-S-O-N. Uh, that's where you can find me on pretty much virtually anything. Twitter, Instagram. That's all I really use. Don't add me on Facebook. I really don't like Facebook. <laughs> but like you can find me there. Just like don't be worried about it. Um, but always message me. Like I'm always open to a message. Hit me up. I'm bored most times. Like, I'll, I'll hit you back. <laughs> as long as you're not on some weird shit. <laughs> like, <laughs> that's, that's true. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. But definitely, I want to hear from you guys, you know, Kendrick oh, yeah, or that, Lupe Fiasco and earlier. why. Like, I need to know. We can argue about it. I'm not going to get mad. Just don't say anything crazy because if I see you in public, I'm going to call you on it. <laughs> And I'm we'll about to do that. a we'll do a poll. Like I'll do a poll. Yeah, on please, because uh, I want to know. Like I am, we'll I want to know. And I've been asking everybody who is like into hip hop and like always. That's the first thing I'm like. All right, bet. Oh, we'll ask What's Jay this? when we get out there. So oh yeah, says, well, he, Jay, we're coming for you. And everybody has that same face. Fuck. <laughs> and they think about it like, man, give me a minute. I can, <laughs> I can wait. I can wait. I can wait. I can wait. Is there like a is there a like social or like website for the uh, clothing brand yet? Not yet. Um, I mean, you can go find it if you want to, but like I'm I'm You're low key on the promotion yeah. right now. It's yeah, like just just follow me and I'll let you know when you can get your half price shirts. Like, and we'll even your I'll even do a couple giveaways. Shirts. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like. <laughs> I'm a real person, bro. I already know. Like most people ain't trying to spend twenty eight bucks a shirt every now and then. Yeah. So we'll do a couple giveaways for the homies. Nice. But like, you know. For the people. For the yeah, for the people. I might even drop some off some places. You can pick it up later. Who knows? <laughs> we'll see. That's cool, man. 
Uh, do you have like a personal like artist like website or anything? Um, or is it mostly just the social? Yeah, it's more like everything is linked. So if you find me on social media, you'll find my website. But I like I'm in the process of rebuilding my website. So if you okay. go to my website, it's actually the same as my Twitter handle with a dot com at the end. But it's just a picture of me being ugly as fuck. So <laughs> <laughs> without all the hair. So it's like a year. It's like what? Oh, like an outdated. For, yeah, it's a super old picture that good. I haven't updated. So it's like whatever. That's all good, man. <laughs> Well, yeah, as always, guys, you could find us um, on iTunes, Google Play, uh, Tunes Podcast, T-U-N-E-S slash T-O-O-N-S Podcast. Uh, yeah, thanks for joining us. Avery, thanks again for coming yeah, out. Yeah, man. man, thank you for having me. It's been awesome. We'll see you guys next time. For sure. Peace.